Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Domesticated Dude podcast. I'm Logan, your host on this journey. In this episode, I'm talking with my friend Tim. Tim and I became quick friends after he started to date one of Sarah's best friends from college. Our friendship grew pretty quickly over our love for sports and our taste for craft beer. Tim is a stay-at-home dad, so we're going to hear about what that's like on a daily basis. We have some ideas on how to fix the NFL's 17-game regular season, and Tim's going to share his advice for fellow parents. Spoiler alert, it's okay to use Google. If you like what you hear, share with a friend, follow us on Spotify, follow us and leave us a review on Apple. You know the drill. Thanks again for tuning in. Here's my conversation with my friend Tim. Hope you enjoy. What kind of beer are you drinking? I'm keeping it light tonight. Nice. I, uh, I've got the Michelob Ultra. Hey, that's all right. You can drink a lot of those and still feel okay in the morning. Exactly. And the game changer for me is the 2.6 carbs. Hey. When you're go. diabetic, that's a big deal. So. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I, sure. I've also got another one, though. I, I can never remember the name of it. Let me dig it out here. St. Archer. Ooh. What's that? Gold. Have you had that one? No. It's basically the exact same calories and carbs of a Michelob Ultra, hmm. but I'm pretty sure this is the Miller Coors version. Okay. Where do you find that Just, at? I, I, don't, I started seeing commercials during football season and uh, just decided to check it out. I was like, oh, okay, 2.6 carbs. That That's worth checking out. All right. I could get down with so, that. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of beer right. commercials on the TV lately. I guess we haven't really been watching that much TV lately anyway. So Yeah. Haven't watched any live TV really. <laughs> Not that we do much anyway. We don't even have cable. So <laughs> But you're still able to watch uh watch sports when they're happening though, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. What have I been watching? I watched the uh I had to watch the Super Bowl again. Yeah. I think All I even right. watched that again before the quarantine hit and then it <laughs> It went up on YouTube the full game, so I had to had to watch my Chiefs win it all again. So. Nice. You like sports quite a bit. I mean, we always talk sports. We always watch sports together. So how are you? You said that you were watching the Super Bowl again, but what else are you kind of doing to fill that void right now? Well, I mean, that's the weird thing. Like I was telling you, you know, our, our lives haven't really changed that much, and that uh, during the winter and some of the spring months, I'm a stay at home dad, and uh, basically. <laughs> That's what I'm still doing. I'm just staying at home even more than usual. And uh, Michelle's job at the co-op is deemed critical infrastructure. So she's still going into work like normal, um, unless something major changes there. And man, I I really haven't been doing much <laughs> that I wasn't doing since, you know, September or October when shaved ice season got finished up. So well, that's cool. I mean, it's... we're just not going out to eat at all or, you know, no, no in-person church or anything like that. Are you guys able to watch it though? Watch church on, on the computer? Yes. Yep. They're streaming it over YouTube and Facebook and all that good stuff. So that's awesome. I think for about the last four weeks, I think we've had church in our living room. So <laughs> it's almost, it's almost kind of cool that way. Really? You can see yeah, it in it's your not too bad. So you mentioned shaved ice. You guys own a shaved ice business. Um, yes. What's that been like for you guys? Are you still able to find some like family events, like just kind of going with the with the social distancing thing, or has that been a tough deal? You know, we've lost some events already. Our first one was actually supposed to be yesterday, which probably 
just for the best that it didn't happen because it was like 31 <laughs> degrees when we would have been doing that. Um, I don't know if that would have gone over well, but it was going to be free for college kids, so they probably would have eaten it regardless. So, you know, it's right now we just have to wait and see. We have to just see how the next month goes. You know, we like I said, we've lost some pretty big events, but if we can if we can get our stands open on time, hopefully, you know, late May, early June, you know, knock on wood, maybe things will turn out okay for us. Yeah, and I mean, shaved ice is a business to where you're kind of lucky in the fact that you don't have brick and mortar. So you can, you can just pop up anyway, as long as people are keeping their six foot distance. I mean, even if this thing yep. does go later, you, there's an opportunity there for you guys to, to still kick it. Yeah. We've, we've kind of thrown around the idea of just popping up in just random small towns or maybe partnering with a business, you know, or in some of these small towns that we don't normally get to because they're the kind of towns that really embrace shaved ice because they don't get to see it every day. So maybe we'll just show up in this area, be like Eustis or Farnham or you know, Callaway, Arnold, some of those places that don't have a tropical snow. And maybe we'll, I don't know, maybe we'll try to make up some of our lost events that way, but just have to see how the summer goes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you, you talked about being a, a stay at home dad. What is that? What's that like, man? I, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Like I, I think I, like <laughs> in my mind, I have an idea of what that looks like, but I'm sure reality is way different than my perception. So walk, walk me through a day in the life of Tim? Well, being a stay-at-home dad is awesome. And the entire reason I'm able to do it is, I guess I should give a little background on the shaved ice business. It was Michelle who started that, my wife. She started it way back when she was 12 years old. And it has grown to the point where I could take it over as a full-time job. So from about you know mid-September through what would normal in a normal year, it'd be about now when things are really gearing up, I kind of have that time off um, from shaved ice. And yeah, I've been able to be a stay-at-home dad. Our little guy just turned one in March. And a day in my life, uh, it's pretty busy, I got to tell you. Um, it's just a totally different different sort of busy, you know, than, than working all day or anything like that. We have, we have Mavin, our little guy, on, on our schedule. So he goes to bed at about 10 o'clock at night. I know a lot of kids that age <laughs> don't do that, but... That means he doesn't wake up until on a good day, you know, nine or 10 o'clock. So that's, that's nice. Lately, he's been doing better about sleeping in every once in a while, you know, he'll, he'll have a bad night and an early morning or whatever. But, um, so yeah, we, uh, honestly, we just play around the house, you know, if it were different circumstances, you know, we could go to the park and on the nice days we go on walks, um, you know, there's all the other fun stuff, dirty diapers, and he's becoming a really good eater lately. He's like a bottomless pit, which is good because we had a lot of trouble getting him to eat, at least the solid foods. So we're really glad he's doing that. That's just kind of my day. It, it's amazing how fast the time goes. I cannot believe just the day just flies by all of a sudden it's 430. I'm like, oh, well, we're all going to be home in half an hour. You know, where'd another day go? And all of a sudden, here we are. It's the end of my first stay-at-home winter, and yeah, it just flew by. That's cool, man. That's good that it flies by. That's that's a good sign. That means you're having fun, right? Time flies when you're having oh, fun. Oh yeah. Yep. Little our guys, man. He's a fun little. He's a fun guy. He doesn't cry a lot. He he's just kind of a, a mellow going dude, right? That's that's what I've seen from him. He's yeah. just kind of easy going. Yeah. Lately, he's. The only time he really gets upset is when you're not feeding him fast enough. So just like all of us. And, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's, 
if that's the worst it gets, you know, every once in a while I'll take a tumble, but he's pretty resilient. He's a, he's a good kid. So that's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. You, you said that he, he just turned one here in March. What are some of the things that you've learned as a dad in that year? And even leading up to being a dad, what are some of the things that you've learned that you weren't really expecting to see out of yourself, but now you're starting to see those things come through? Oh man. Um, I'm putting you on the spot, by the way, right now. I know. I uh, I got to think. You know, it just takes a it just takes a different sort of dedication to to this little creature who's so helpless at the beginning, and you know, you just gotta you dedicate everything, and it just you realize how what everyone says, you know, oh, when it's yours, you know, you're just gonna you're just gonna love them the moment you see them, and and that really is true. I know that's kind of a cliche, but all of a sudden you just have this, this other little life that you're responsible for. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's a heavy burden, but it's an awesome burden and it's fun. And, you know, you just realize quickly that you're, you just got to shift your focus. Um, you know, especially as they start to grow and pretty soon, you know, there's a point where you can set your newborn on the couch and you know, they're not going anywhere pretty soon a month or few months later, you know, they're rolling and there's no more couch. And now we're on the verge of walking and you got the baby gates and, oh, it's just, it just takes a different sort of focus in your life to know, like there's, there's no slacking off. There's, I've got to, I've got to have my attention on this little guy all day. And now yeah, but I, I wouldn't change it. It's really great. That's cool, man. That's cool. You got to keep that head on a swivel. Oh, absolutely. I have left my my water. I always, I always got a water overnight, you know, sitting on my nightstand and I've, I've come running to the sound of that crashing over a few times lately and everything on the table is soaked and yeah, yeah, oh, shoot. you learn to respond pretty quickly. <laughs> it's just like another reflex, right? Like a, like a built in reflex that you've never needed until now. Like for the last exactly. Year. Yeah. You, you do get dad reflexes. I always had friends tell me about that when they had kids. Man, I've, I've made some pretty good catches just when he's, you know, sitting on the floor and about to topple into the bottom of the coffee table. I made a, I made a really great catch the other day. I saved his head from the bottom of the coffee table. It was pretty good. I wish someone could have seen it. <laughs> I could see it in my mind, and all I can yeah. hear is dun 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 Exactly. The web gems. No, that's that's really neat, man. That's cool. As being a stay-at-home dad, I know, you know, you still got to have some hobbies though, right? Like taking care of the little guy obviously is number one, taking care of your wife's number two, taking care of yourself. Um, what are some of the things that you do to kind of help you stay sharp, like mentally sharp? Um, what do you, do, what are you doing when you're not caring for the little guy? It's a great question because I have, I have more interests than I could probably list. Uh, that's probably it. I don't mean to sound arrogant. I'm not into like everything, but I, man, I could have a day, that was 48 hours long and I could still fill it with just the books that I want to read, the TV shows I want to get to the video games I want to play, just all that sorts of stuff. Um, what have I been doing lately? Just a lot of reading, you know, it's a lot easier reading on a Kindle app these days than, uh, books that someone thinks need to be thrown all over the ground. So yeah, I do a lot of reading. Like you said, sports, obviously that's kind of where you and I found our common ground is just sports and, Thankfully, this is a season that I don't miss as much as some. If this were, you know, October, uh, October I think is the best sports month. And man, I'm uh, that would that would be really painful. But uh, I I can make it through. I, I really wish baseball were around. I love baseball, but you know, I 
I can take or leave the NBA playoffs and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I am too. I missed, I missed March madness a little bit. I will say, but like, Oh yeah, for sure. I, I just think it's a really weird opportunity right now. Like, like you said, you have a ton of interests that you have kind of going on in the background. You have sports. Well, now that the sports aren't happening, now you have more time to devote to some of those other interests that maybe you didn't have time for before. I just think it's kind of weird. We're in such a weird time right now. And I just, I don't know. Yeah, I can't say it enough. absolutely is. I hope people are taking advantage of it. Like, you know, kind of like I said, I my life hasn't been too different with a little guy, you know just kind of being a stay-at-home dad, but um, you kind of hope all the people out there are using their time to be creative and just maybe try something that they haven't before, or maybe they're just not watching Netflix, you know? Hey, and that's okay too. Sometimes yeah, you just need cool to too. take a break. They're calling, I've seen this on social media, but they're calling this the great pause. It's yeah. kind of true. I mean, you, it's kind of a time for self-reflection, like taking a step back and seeing what you want to spend your time on and, understanding that there are things in your life that you don't want to spend time on that aren't fulfilling you. This is a good time to start cutting those things out. It's, yeah, absolutely. it's just a, a good opportunity that we didn't have before. And it's just a really weird time. You know, one of the things that I've, you know, always looked up to that you do, you've been a writer for a long time. Like even before, before we met a few years ago, you were um, writing on blogs and, and writing on these other websites. And have you been able to, to do some of that lately um, to kind of a, a reflection time to, to write? You know, just a little bit. I, uh, I suppose I should admit I have not posted the blog that we previously talked about, um, but I, I do have it written. I think I wrote it like a month ago. Um, Anyway, as you were saying, yeah, I did write a little bit on a site called NoCo's Bias. I don't know if it's really operating much anymore, but it was a fun time, and I did some some of my own personal blogging, and a lot of it just centered around sports, and I like to write about TV. I think I was writing about Game of Thrones and Mad Men a little mm-hmm. bit as well. But yes, I realized in whenever I wrote this in March that I had not posted a blog in over four years, wow. so... I just started typing out some of my thoughts on the recent uh, NFL, PA, whatever you call it, the their labor deal, mm-hmm. the move to the 17-game schedule and the expanded playoffs. And uh, I, I'm just annoyed by it. I don't even have a good reason for it. I just find it annoying. I think the NFL had the perfect playoff structure. They have 16 teams in each league. So a total of 32 teams, six make the playoffs, two by eyes. Oh, man, I'm just getting angry <laughs> thinking about it. And now we're going to play 17 games. And then when Patrick Mahomes sets the touchdown record here in the next few years, everyone's going to say, oh, well, he needed 17 games to do it. So that's going to be annoying. That is going to be annoying. That's, that's <laughs> one thing that I don't understand. Okay, so in college football, right, if you play on a good team, you're probably going to play in a bowl game. So you get an extra game. Now, if you play on a good team, you're probably going to get, what, two two to three extra games than you would have gotten before. And yep. so all these records are getting broken because these guys have two to three extra games mm-hmm. and nobody's putting asterisks next to their name. It's like, hey, this is a legit record. And it goes back into the same thing with NFL. Like now you have 17 games. Well, okay. Then you have the playoffs. Then if you're adding a game in the playoffs – I don't understand the need for another game in the NFL. If you can't determine what you need to determine in 16 games in the NFL, something's wrong. No kidding. And now they're going to be the one league that plays an odd number of games in their schedule. And I mean, of course, it's it's just a stepping stone so they can get 18 games at some point down the road, I'm sure. But, you know, it's I wish they would I wish they would have just kept it. You know, I know Major League Baseball has 
expanded their playoffs a little too much, in my opinion, lately. I think the NBA has let in way too many teams. They let in half the league. Yeah. So uh, I think it's over half the league, actually. So have you? Those were my thoughts. Yeah, I just I was just just kind of annoyed by it, and that's what it took to get me uh, get me back into blogging. <laughs> <laughs> but did you feel better after you after you wrote it down? Yeah, I did. I uh, I I don't know. I have this weird thing about my writing. That's probably the reason I haven't posted it. I just get super self conscious and. You know, back in the day when I would write, it would probably take me four hours to do one of those posts that I did. And it would, mm-hmm. and at least an hour of that would be just going over it with a fine tooth comb, just questioning myself. So I suppose by the time this posts, I should probably have that blog out so I can point to it, huh? I think so, man. I, don't worry. I'll, I'll give you a shout out in the intro. We can point people over there and let them know where there you're at. But I, I feel you on the, on the perfectionist side of things. Like when you put something out into the world, it's this huge response. It's a big responsibility. It's like having a child, right? It's like, this is your baby and you're putting it out there in the open for everybody to see it. You want it to be as good as it can possibly be. I can relate to that on a, on another level because that's what took me so long to get this podcast going. Like I had the idea mm-hmm. for a couple of years of the domesticated dude, what it stood for in the early days, it was going to be just a blog on a website where I would write, have my buddies write, whatever. And then it turned into the podcast. Once podcast equipment became more affordable and it was more accessible for everybody. And then I did my first interview. The first interview I did was like in January and we launched end of March. So I sat on it for three months, not doing anything with it. And then this stuff hit. I'm like, all right, I just, I got to do it, man. I can't, I can't wait around anymore. I really like this format because it, unlike a blog post or a news article or something like that, it does not need a lot of editing. I mean, sure we could chop it up and whatever, but then you lose a lot of the, a lot of the realness to it. Like a lot of the, the whole point behind it is just to have real conversations with friends about whatever, you know? And, um, It's, it's, but it's tough. It's like, I had to, I had to really let go of that. I had to let go of being a perfectionist and just say, whatever, it's good enough. It's good. People will like it. If they don't like it, whatever, I'm still doing it. It's still out there. So it, That's it awesome. took a lot. So I, I admire your, your perfectionism. And, and when I was a newspaper reporter, man, it it's tough. Like once you see the worst part is once you spend all the time on it, you get it out there. And then within like 30 minutes, somebody writes you and says, Oh, you have a typo in your second paragraph. And you're like, yep. Damn. (laughs) That's exactly right. I can still remember, you know, I'd always put the links out on Twitter and I can, I can still remember some of the things people said about them. I, I never got that many comments. It wasn't like I had a whole lot of people, you know, commenting, but you know, every once in a while, I'll just think back, like, oh, I remember what that one guy said that one time. Like, why do I remember that? That one <laughs> thing. I just need to get that out of my head. That is so stupid. But I don't know. That's just the way I am. I, ugh, no, yep. thanks. No, I, I know how you feel. I'm the, I'm the same way. So when, you, when you're writing this stuff, when you're writing this new blog, you said that it kind of stemmed from just getting frustrated with the way things are going. But what other things are you going to be writing about? Is it mostly just sports or just like, are you getting back into your episode reviews or is it going to be some dad stuff in there? What are you, what are you thinking? You know, I guess I haven't really thought too much about where, if I'm going to write anymore, um, I probably should try to, at least before the summer gets going. I, I, you know, I don't know if I have any ideas right now. I, uh, 
I've got a note somewhere with a whole ton of blog ideas that I've been writing down for years. It's probably as long as a blog itself. Uh, so I should probably, I should probably get on some of those. I'll give you uh, here. Let me, let me run my idea past you. I think you might like this. This is from the, this is from the blog that I wrote. So if there's going to be 17 games in an NFL schedule, that means each team is going to have either eight home games and nine road games or vice versa. So it's going to be a little bit unbalanced. What do you think of this idea? What if we take that 17th game and every team plays a true neutral game? Like maybe maybe the Chiefs play in Memorial Stadium against the Vikings. Oh my goodness. Maybe maybe it's Broncos Bears. Or maybe we just go completely random and we somehow get like Tampa Bay and Tom Brady versus <laughs> Seattle. Like what do you think? I, I like it, man. See, I, I think it, you know, I think that'd be really cool. You know, I was talking earlier about shaved ice and going to small towns because they really appreciate when they don't have it. Mm-hmm. I think the NFL would find that. I think they can go to these cities and they could say, you know, okay, we're just going to bring in two teams for this 17th game. And I think the response, maybe not everywhere. I know it would be amazing here in Nebraska, but I think states like Idaho, you know, mm-hmm. Nevada. Yeah. Nebraska, Kentucky, like these places that don't get a ton of pro sports exposure, wouldn't they just eat that up for one game? Yeah. I think it'd be great. I think so too. I, it's been proven, at least here in Nebraska, it's been, that model has been proven to work. You saw it with the MLB, how they brought in the um, Royals and the Tigers, I believe they played. And then yeah, um, NBA so. NBA preseason, you get the Bulls and the Timberwolves to come down to downtown Lincoln, Nebraska and play a game and they sell the place out. Like mm-hmm. I, People just lose their minds if that happened. And I, I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. Think, yeah. It'd be awesome. So I, yeah, I don't have, uh, I may not have some other blog ideas on the tip of my tongue, but I'll let you in on a little more of my last one. So yeah, that's cool. Maybe man. we can, maybe we can spark something with the NFL. Highly unlikely. They're like the most change, change averse league there is, but, uh, but if you can tell now, if you can tell them that you're going to make a bucket of money, like more money potentially, like how, Memorial Stadium can hold what, like 90,000 90, people, maybe. What yeah. can an NFL stadium hold? Not ninety thousand people. So if most don't hold ninety thousand, that's for sure. So if you can, or think about like Happy Valley or um, the Big House in Michigan, like oh yeah, you're talking a hundred thousand people there. That's just ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. And yeah, I think they're. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, heck, it would just make it would just be. It's kind of the last line of my blog. I'm giving it away, but it would make the National Football League an actual National Football League. Yeah. Maybe they don't play maybe they don't play in the biggest stadiums. Maybe I don't know, wouldn't it be cool just to see some teams go on the blue turf at Boise State? Yeah. Just something random like that. I think that'd be great. Not holding not holding my breath, but didn't they great. Didn't they do a college game at uh one of the NASCAR tracks? Did that actually oh, happen? Yeah. Was that uh was that Tennessee? I think so. They played at Bristol, I'm pretty sure. Yeah have to think that you could pack just masses and masses of people in that place. Oh yeah. If the Titans wanted to go play in there for, for a game. Yeah, absolutely. Man, they need to listen to us, Logan. What's going on here? That's right. Let's get a, let's get a petition going. Um, let's go stand outside. Well, I guess we can't really go stand outside of grocery stores cause nobody's going into grocery stores. <laughs> Six uh, feet apart. Yeah. We'll find a way. 
We'll find a way to make this exactly. happen. We need more ideas like that. Let's do it. So, yeah, I mean, you said that you have a lot of interests and it's, I mean, you have a lot of hats, you know, your dad, business owner, um, writer, um, reader. Have you always been interested in a lot of those things? Have you always been interested in reading and, and writing? Have those things kind of stuck out to you for a while? Yeah, I think so. There was a time where I considered journalism, you know, as a possible career path, but didn't end up going down that road. I've always just been a huge reader. I don't know from whatever age I was, you know, when I could read, I just started and never really stopped. So I just wish, like I said, I wish the day I had more time and I could dedicate it to more reading. Cause that's, I feel like that's the one thing that there's just, there's so much out there. So many old books, new books, just wish I could get to. What kind of stuff do you like to read? Is it like fiction, nonfiction? Is it fantasy? What, what kind of stuff are you into? I will read anything. If, um, let me look through some of my books. I obviously love, uh, I don't know, the, the sci-fi stuff. You know, I, I love the Game of Thrones, the, the Harry Potter. I used to be a big Star Wars reader. Um, but I love the nonfiction stuff too. I recently read this book. I'm going to have to find the name. It was called We Will Rise. It was about the college in Evansville, Indiana. Oh, yeah. And there was this plane crash that happened in, I believe the year was 1977. And just a, it was the entire basketball team was killed. And it was just a, oh, it was a harrowing book, but it was really well written. And I, I'll, I'll mix it up anywhere. I'll, I try to tell a lot of people about this because I don't feel like it's out there enough, but anyone who has Amazon prime, you can get a free book every month. They have these, they usually give like eight books. You can get a free one if you have Amazon prime and there's just, it's a really random selection. You know, I pick a lot of thrillers, but it's really good because you can just get something free that you wouldn't normally read. So I read a lot of, like I said, thrillers, suspense novels, mystery. Um, I just read a really good one called Unspeakable Things a couple months ago, Where the Forest Meets the Stars. That was a really good one. Um, I finally got around to reading All the Light We Cannot See. That was a big one in, I think, like 2014. I just downloaded Dune. I need to read Dune. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've got to finally get to that, but... Uh, I'm just all over the place, but uh, there's never enough time. I hear you, man. I, I used to listen to audiobooks. I used to listen to, I still listen to audiobooks, but I would walk back and forth to work. It's about a 10 minute walk each way, but I would come home for lunch. So that's like two round trips, basically. So that's 40 minutes a day that you can listen to audiobooks. And, um, yeah. It's just, it's just helped out a lot. Cause if I start reading a book, I will fall asleep. I don't know why I used to love reading books and now I just can't. I don't know if my attention span has just dwindled to nothing yeah. because of internet things. Um, but it's been tough. And so audiobooks have been my saving grace. Uh, I, I'll give you an example. Sarah got me a book for Christmas in 2013. Uh, it was a Nick Offerman book called paddle your own canoe. I loved it. Love that book. I still haven't finished it. <laughs> almost seven years later, I have not finished a damn book. <laughs> so, There's still time. There is time. That's right. So that's why audiobooks, man, audiobooks just kind of saved me. But I want to know more about this Amazon free book. Is it a free physical book? Do you just kind of go in and just select what you want? How does that work? No, it is a, it is a Kindle book. Okay. Um, so it's an ebook. Um, I believe they call it prime reading used to be or like Amazon first reads. There we go. Prime reading is a different service. So Amazon first reads. Yeah. They just send out an email, you know, letting you know there's eight different books. And so I wait, I set myself a phone reminder 
<laughs> this is, is going to sound so nerdy. No way, I set man. myself a phone reminder for the last day of the month because you have, you know, you have the whole month to choose. So I get this reminder on the very last day of the month to pick my book. So I go in and look at the reviews and see what's like best reviewed because, you know, you pick something out on the first. The very first book I got from this service, it was garbage. It's <laughs> I, I've finished almost every single book that I've got from this service. But that very first one, oh, it was so bad. It's it's still one of my, I think, I think one of two out of about 40 books that I have not finished. <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to either. It just wasn't good. So wait till the last, of the, last day of the month, get your free book. Just go by the reviews. They, they typically don't steer you too wrong because they usually have a few hundred reviews. So that's awesome. Look at that. We're yeah. giving, we're giving people free books on the podcast. Can't I say. know NFL, Amazon. Why aren't these people paying us? Logan? We we are just solving all of the problems tonight. We and I'm there only one beer deep. I still have more beers to go. Think of how many more problems we could solve. Oh man, we might have a vaccine by the time we're done recording. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that that might be a, that might be out of my depth. <laughs> we can write about it. We can write about how they could find a vaccine that there millions of other people have already written about. But we'll just chime in just for fun. There you go. Speaking of beer. It's been really, it's been kind of cool. Some of the bars around town have done these different uh, deals. Like our favorite restaurant here in downtown Seward, they do a a wings and beer night. So you can get a a pack of wings. It's like fifteen wings, and then a six pack of beer for twenty bucks. Nice. It's pretty cool. And they have they have a system where you can just drive up, they swipe your card, and you're done. And the base the base price you can do like Bush Light, Bud Light, you know those domestics. But then if you want to pay a little bit extra, you can get craft beer and whatnot. So I've gotten Alaskan Amber a couple times, which is amazing. I love being able to get that beer here. It's, it's a great taste of home, and I just I just love it. But it's just been it's just been awesome. It's, it's been cool seeing how some of the businesses have adapted to this and, like, um, still trying to get that cash flow in and being able to just be nimble, um, just like everybody else's. I mean, everybody's just trying to figure this thing out. And I'm sorry that I keep bringing it up, but it's just like, I mean, that's the world that we're living in today, and it's hard to not. It's impossible to not think about it. it. It's only been going on for what, like three weeks, maybe a Pretty month? Much. So what about you guys? How do you guys, what are you guys doing to, to kind of spend time? I know, I know you said this hasn't affected you much, but are you guys like playing games? Are you going for walks? Um, what are you and your wife kind of doing to, uh, to kind of take your mind off things? Um, not necessarily with the coronavirus stuff, but what happens when parent time ends? You know, we, uh, whenever we can, we like to go on walks. Um, what else have we been doing? Right upstairs on our kitchen table, we've got a jigsaw puzzle going. Nice. I, uh, Shayla wanted to work on it together and I may have done more than <laughs> my share <laughs> while she was at work today. Uh, but it's really hard to resist when it's sitting right there on the kitchen table. Yeah. Um, we have been putting off Tiger King. You can keep putting that so, off, man. Don't give it. It's not that great. The first it's just been so overhyped. That's why Michelle is kind of opposed to it and just saying, you know, everyone's just talking about it. So I think by now you probably know everything that you need to know. That's about, probably true. About yeah, it. I've heard so so much about it that you can't really escape anything. Oh man, we watched it. I want those eight hours back, man. I, I don't know. Like the first three episodes were like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Cause this is some really crazy stuff. And then it just starts getting more weird and just twisted. And you're like, I don't want to watch this anymore, but I've come too far. I have to finish it. Yeah. That's how it goes. 
Man, what else? Um, this time of year is just kind of when we gear up for the business season, and I don't know. We've been trying to put some time into that. And man, I can't even think of what we've really done that differently. Like I said, we don't really put our kid to bed as early as a lot of families. So, right. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people put their kids to bed at you know seven o'clock or something, maybe even earlier than that. And whereas we're sometimes it's like nine thirty. We're like, oh, we kind of have him up late tonight, don't we? Like, eh, oh yeah. well. We just make make use of whatever time we can and. You know, we're a little bit different in that we have to put a lot of time into the business, and that takes up a lot of our time. So right. we watched Onward. Oh, was yeah. That last weekend. How was that? That was a really good one. Nice. We uh, went and got the, the popcorn from the local movie theater. Hey, there you go. Brought it back home and watched the Disney movie. So That's cool. Just stuff like that whenever we can. Yeah, yeah you got to do that stuff. Otherwise, I mean, oh, yeah. just wake up, do stuff, go to bed. But if you can make time, find that quality time, you know, however short it is, but you make the best of it. Like that's, that's all you can do. And Absolutely. It's cool. That you and I, if I'm being honest, you know, most nights we end up just kind of watching our little boy run around and, you know, throw stuff on the floor, and <laughs> tear around the house with his walker. And it's, it probably sounds dumb to say, it, but he's like the best entertainment there is. So no way, man, that doesn't sound dumb at all. That's like the best entertainment. It's, it's it just sounds free. cliched, but no, uh, we can, we literally cannot get enough of it. <laughs> we have so many snapshots and videos of the little guy. So that's cool, man. He's that's, our entertainment. That's cool. Have you, have you always, this, this is going to, it's about to get deep. Let me know if you, uh, if you don't feel comfortable, but it, did you always want to be a dad? Is that something that you knew that you wanted to be? Definitely. I, uh, you know, a lot of my, friends were married and had kids a lot earlier than I did. And that was something that I wanted to, I, you know, I don't get me wrong. I had, you know, a lot of fun being single, but at a certain point you're just like, it, it wasn't uh, anything I was choosing. I wasn't like, Oh, I got to stay single for a long time. I was just waiting for the right gal to come along. But yeah, I absolutely always wanted to be a dad. And, uh, kind of told myself I wanted to be a dad before my dad became a dad <laughs> before I got to that age. I don't know why. And I, I think I beat him by, uh, like, five months or something. So nice. I think nice. I got in there. <laughs> I don't know why I had that in my head, but I made that work. And yeah, absolutely. I've just, I've always wanted to be a dad just to, just a, I, I can't even really put it into words, but just to watch a little, little human grow up in front of you. And man, it happens so fast. Everyone says that. I know it gets, it gets annoying. Everyone's like, Oh, they're going to grow up so fast. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we know. And then it actually happens. You're like, man, this is going too fast. And, uh, it's just, it's just, uh, the best joy I've ever known. So, man, that's cool. Was that just something that you know you wanted to be a little bit younger when when your kids came along, or was that just kind of an arbitrary, not a deadline, but just like a a goal? That's just a, totally a arbitrary. I don't even know why I had that in my head. <laughs> I just figured I didn't want to let it go too much past that. And uh, there was a point in my life where I was pretty sure, yep, it's going to go past that. And then you know things changed. Met my wife and. The rest is history. I know that you can never be ready. You're never ready, fully prepared yeah. for a child. But is there is there a point in time where you're like, all right, well, I kind of have my stuff together now. I'm good with this. Let's do this. Like, like I'm ready now. I feel like I've done everything that I need to do. I'm ready. Is there is there a point like that? Oh, I think so. At least there was in our case because, you know, I think we got to a point where we knew there weren't going to be any significant changes in the business. We weren't going to add any new locations. Um, things were pretty stable with Michelle at work and it was just kind of ready to just, we're just ready to see if we can make it happen. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's, it's, awesome. it's a heavy, it's a heavy conversation to have. It is. It's not one that 
anyone should take lightly and mostly because it's a responsibility that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And absolutely. We just got real deep real quick with this, but that's what dark beer <laughs> does to you. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that that'll once you're dad, you're dad forever. And you, it's, it's a really cool thing. I've watched a lot of my friends have kids and, um, a lot of my good buds and like you guys, you know, watching you guys, um, raise Mavin and, and see how he's grown up in the, in the last year, man, it's just been crazy. And props to you guys. I mean, for, for a lot of things, but also I think one thing that you guys are doing, like you said earlier, is like, he's living on your schedule. You're not living on his schedule, which is kind of a, it's kind of a change to the, to the norm, if you will. Um, Yep. I hope you don't mind me asking, but was that something that you guys kind of decided beforehand that like you will dictate the schedule and the boy won't dictate the schedule? Is that, was that a conversation you had? Absolutely. You know, you're, you're very right that it's not the norm and I don't mean to throw shade at any parents who do things differently, but no, not at all. You know, you, some, I, I do think some parents out there are just a little too rigid and yeah, it was, for us, it was just, you know, he's going to, he's going to be in a family who, you know, with the, with the business, you know, you're kind of up late. So we kind of have to, you know, we, we can't be up at, you know, five, six every morning. So really it was, it was just kind of a no brainer. He's going to be on our schedule and that'll change in the summer when he has to, you know, he goes to the babysitter and that kind of thing. But right. for right now, yeah, he's, he's living on our schedule and <laughs> he does just fine with it. Honestly, you know, it's just, just a few hours different than most kids. So. I mean, he probably doesn't know any different anyway, though, right? Like that's if yeah. that's what you brought him brought him up with from the beginning. Like he doesn't know he doesn't know that he's up late. You know, if yep. he's getting the same amount of sleep, probably taking a nap during the day. Yeah, that's great. I mean, if you guys can do whatever you need to do to make it work for you and still give him all the love and care that you can, I mean, and you are, that's a great thing, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, we're just fortunate to be able to do that. You know, like I said, you just got to find out what works for you because. Yeah, there's there's a lot out there. I think the parenting norms that are out there right now just wouldn't work for us. So he works for us. That's what we say. So, that's good. That's good. I mean, a lot of the time, I'm not gonna lie. We we work for him. You know, when he's hungry, he's hungry. So. Oh yeah. But yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, your bed your bedtime's up to us, kids. So we'll be telling him someday. You know, we used to let you stay up late. You were a lucky kid. <laughs> but now you can't. Now you got to go to bed. Now, now you're gonna start talking back to us. What is the what is the communication between you and Michelle? How does that change? You know, it becomes it just becomes a lot less focused on each other in a lot of ways. So you really have to you have to find those times where you can escape, you know. You know, a lot of parents I think are afraid to leave their kids with grandparents or other people and I totally understand that, but that's not that's not something we're afraid of. We've had those nights where thankfully we have grandparents who love to take our little guy and we can just kinda of have some alone time. But yeah, just as far as communication, it's just, um, you know, it's not a two-way street anymore. It's it, We've got a third party in there and, you know, everything we, almost literally everything we do throughout our days is focused on that, on that little, that little guy. And uh, it just makes it that much harder to kind of be attentive to each other. So you just have to, you just have to buckle down and try to give that extra focus too. If you had one piece of advice to share with, um, maybe a guy who's thinking about having kids or maybe a guy who just had a kid or, or maybe just any, any dad in general, do you have kind of that, that nugget that maybe we haven't talked about yet that you, that you've learned along the way? You know, I wish I did. I feel like I'm still, I 
feel most days like I still need that from someone else. <laughs> um, but here's, here's what I would say is that 90% of everything you just kind of figure out, you figure your way through it. When the situation comes up, maybe you're that dad thinking about having kids who does not want to change diapers, no matter what. But then the time comes and you know what? It's not that big a deal. Maybe you, I don't know, maybe you're just scared. Maybe, I don't know. You, you just find a way through it. One, the, the advice I've given out since becoming a dad is don't listen to advice. <laughs> I know that makes no sense, but don't listen to too much unsolicited advice because you are going to get so much of it and just, you know, figure things out the best you can. When you want advice, people will be there to give it to you. And the rest of the time we have Google. <laughs> I told Michelle, I'm like a lot of, a lot of dumb people have raised kids in human history. We're not dumb. I don't think. Plus we have Google. <laughs> We're going to figure this out <laughs> one oh. way or another. I told her that so many times throughout the pregnancy. Oh man. I love that. And I think we've pretty much figured everything out. Yeah. I'd say so. You guys seem to have it pretty well figured out, but I'm sure it looks like to us, you have everything figured out, but I'm sure it's like a treading water situation where it's like cool on the surface, but underneath there's, there's some treading water going on. There are definitely those days, especially when Navin was basically a year old and had, hardly eaten any solid food at all he just would not do it he choked on it so much and we just felt like we were pulling our hair out like just to get him we had these little puffs that are meant to eat beaten in one bite we had to cut them into like five pieces for him just to choke down one little piece it was so frustrating and you know what we kept at it and one day in the last two three weeks he just started eating he can feed himself he can take it from his plate put it in his mouth and it's just it's the most amazing thing it just turns, and then you don't even give that much thought to the days that you were pulling your hair out, and things move on, and that's all of a sudden, man, this is awesome. Now it's on to the next thing. Let's get him walking. Yep, yep. That's cool, man. I don't want to keep you much longer. I know you got to put the little guy to bed, but thank you for coming on with me today. I really appreciate it. It's been a really good Absolutely. conversation, and I know we can make probably three three or four more podcasts just out of the things that we talked about today, so I look forward oh, to Oh, let's those. do it. Well, I appreciate you having me on. I've been loving the podcast. I've listened to every episode so far. So appreciate hope this, it. Uh, hope this one makes a half decent one. Oh, it will. So, well, thanks, Logan. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. See you later, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right.